Good morning, everybody. Good to see everybody here this morning. Yay. Good morning online. Good to see you as well. Ah, man, it's great to be here this morning. It's going to be hot today. Feel good. I love heat. Bring the heat. And then after that, it's like 60 degrees. I figured that was going to happen. Go Hawkeyes. All right. Hawkeyes get me through. That's always good. All right. It is good to be, man, it's great to be up here. I love you. This is so fun. Oh, I'm just privileged to be up here. Last week, uh, I'm Jeff, by the way. I just get so ahead of myself. I'm just, I'm one of the pastors here on staff, and it is great to be here with you. Uh, If you're a guest, welcome. This is awesome. Um, Last week, we started a, a series on the Holy Spirit, and I just have to say that Um, I am proud to be a part of a church, a church community, a family. I'm excited to be a part of a family that uh, loves the Holy Spirit, talks about the Holy Spirit, uh, isn't afraid to work in the Holy Spirit. And I am just so privileged to and just so thrilled to be up here to be able to share with you. Last week, Pete uh, shared with us um, who is the Holy Spirit describing and encouraging us to understand who the Holy Spirit is and how He impacts our lives. And I'm privileged to be up here this week to share, uh, what does the Holy Spirit do? It's like, whoa, that's like loaded, right? What doesn't He do? Let's just preach on that instead, because He does so much. And it's like, you know, I'm preparing for this, I'm like, really, dude, come on, God, you got to give me something here, help a son out or something, because... There's, there's so much to unpack, and it's like, what do we do here? Um, so anyway, so I've got a few things to, to share, but before we do that, let's, let's pray this morning. So Holy Spirit, we just invite you to come. We just say thank you for just being here. Fill this place this morning. And God, just as the first service, I again, I just see just stuff sitting at the doorway that we leave. Lord, I just pray that we would just leave our stuff at the door, that we just put our stuff there from the week, uh, stuff that holds us back from hearing you, stuff that gives us anxiety. Lord, just let us be able to take a breath and experience you today. Speak to our hearts. Make our minds be clear this morning. In your name we pray. Amen. John 14, 16 to 17 says, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate, who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. Check this, but you know him because he lives with you now and later will be in you. I love this because he's saying the Holy Spirit isn't here yet. And he's talking, Jesus is talking to his disciples He's not here yet, but yet here I am in front of you. I live with you now, but yet the Holy Spirit is coming as well. Very confusing, but yet, whoa, interesting stuff. But Jesus is talking to his disciples, and what's really neat is that in Acts chapter 1, after this takes place, Jesus ascends, uh, after he ascends into heaven, the, the power of the Holy Spirit comes down and just does amazing things. Amazing stuff is about to take place. 
and, and the Holy Spirit has been in, in motion since the beginning. Pete talked about that too, just how he hovered over the waters in Genesis. And so he's been around. The Holy Spirit has always been here, but now we get to see and experience all that. What's really cool is that the Holy Spirit doesn't change anything, and yet he changes everything. The Holy Spirit doesn't come and change what Jesus did. He doesn't come and, and, and you know, change what Jesus instituted. Instead, he comes in and he makes it alive for us today. And the Holy Spirit is very active and very alive. And in preparation, finally landed on a few things. There's three things that, um, that really that here, it's really important to, that I think God really wants us to understand. The first action that the Holy Spirit does is that the Holy Spirit changes our identity. Romans 8, 14 and 15 says, For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. So you have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Instead, you received God's Spirit when he adopted you as his own children. Now we call him Abba Father. Paul was addressing the Romans here. He's addressing, addressing the Roman church. And to be adopted into a Roman family was considered greatest, a great privilege to be able to be adopted into that. And here's the thing. If you say yes to Jesus and you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, then you've been adopted into the family of God, and not only adopted, but made heirs. What's interesting about that passage is that slavery is horrible. And what he's, he's contrasting the horribleness of slavery to the amazingness and being adopted and the privilege of being adopted into God's family and what a privilege that is. And God is saying, this is my family. And Jesus is telling him and, and really making them aware because this is what they understood and how they understood how to be a part of God's family is of greatest privilege. Romans 8, 17 says, And since we are his children, we are his heirs. In fact, together with Christ, we are heirs of God's glory. As we are on this earth right now, we are children of God. If you say yes to Jesus, we are children of God. And we go through stuff, right? brokenness, trials, suffering, persecution. We go through these things. But what he's saying is we don't have to be slaves to the old spirit. The Holy Spirit is in us. And when the Holy Spirit is in us, then we were reminded that, hey, we're going to go through this together. But then here's what's going to happen in the end, that we're going to be in heaven where none of that exists. So we're reminded of that glory. When the Holy Spirit is in you, one of two things change. One of two things is going to happen. When you receive Jesus for the first time, your life is cleaned out. Your heart is starting to get cleaned out. You're like, oh, man, this feels good. I'm doing some new things. This is great, blah, blah, blah. It's awesome. Great. Change is happening, right? Your identity is starting to change. Maybe you've been around the block a few times, and you're kicking back in your spiritual recliner saying, yep, this is good. And the Holy Spirit's like, wait a sec, we got stuff to do. Get off the recliner. So he's changing you in ways. It's like we've got to be open to that change to say, oh boy, let's move. 
Let's dust off all the stuff in our, in our hearts and let's start moving and shaking. Either way, change is going to be happening and the Holy Spirit is defining who you are. Friends, don't let the world around you define who you are. Let the Holy Spirit define you. Do not allow addiction to define you. Do not allow anxiety to define you, pride or money to define who you are. Let the Holy Spirit define who you are. According to Romans 8.16, for his spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are God's children. It's not like the Holy Spirit is up here and we're down here and doing all this. It says we're one. We combine that we join with the Spirit together. We're intertwined with the Spirit to give us affirmation that we are God's children. He will go through everything with us. The Holy Spirit changes our identity. The Holy Spirit, the second uh, action the Holy Spirit does, the Holy Spirit changes our character. Holy Spirit, just when you say yes, the Holy Spirit says you belong. You're welcome here. And as your relationship grows and gets stronger uh, with Jesus, the whole, your relationship with the Holy Spirit does as well automatically because it's one and the same. And if your relationship with the Holy Spirit is getting stronger, that means you're spending more time with him, and that is fantastic. That is awesome. I would encourage you, get in the word. Read your Bibles. This is filled with some good stuff. Like, I wish they could make this whole Bible, like, into a movie nowadays, not back in the day. But, man, movies they can make now, whoo. This is like trillions of dollars waiting to happen. So good. But get in the Word. Grow closer to God that way. Pray. Another thing is pray. Some people think you have to pray for hours on end. No. Pray on your way to, as you take the garbage out in the morning. Pray on your way to the grocery store, on your way to work, on your way home, while you take kids to school, whatever. Pray. I was just at a volleyball game the other day, and, and uh, a couple said that they have seven grandkids, and every morning they walk. And as they walk, they pray, but one specific grandkid per kid as they walk. There's different ways to do it, but pray. Get closer. I love this one. Connect with people who are connecting with God. We can connect with people all around us. That's not a problem. But to grow and to experience that deepness and that getting closer to God, connect with people who are connecting with God. The Bible says as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. And so how do you do that if you're not connecting with people who are connecting with God? A great way to do that, fun little plug here, life groups. Great way to connect with people who are connecting with God. Find one. Find one. Uh, see on the board in your catalog. And if you can't find one, start one. It's okay. And maybe the Holy Spirit's calling you out of a place of comfort to start one. And start it. You don't have to have all this biblical knowledge to start one. Have coffee and talk. That's all you have to do. That's a life group, a gathering of people. What happens when you spend time with people? Anybody have any idea? You start to pick up some of their traits, right? Like how they talk, how they shout at a football game. Uh, you know, maybe some of the things they say. 
how they view things. You start picking those things up. Uh, have you ever, as a, as a kid growing up, or maybe as a parent, had a parent say, don't hang out with Billy, he's a bad influence? Yeah, I see some head nods, yes. Or the, the opposite, I need you, yes, you go hang out with Billy, fantastic kid, yes, please do. Because we pick up those traits that, you know, whether they're healthy or unhealthy, we pick up traits of the people that we hang out with. I'll say this, about, I was about 30 years old, that was a couple days ago, but I was, it was about 30 years old. Um, I've been in ministry a long time, and so about then I was in ministry maybe about 10 years, give or take, um, and I, I was doing really well in ministry. Every ministry I was in, it grew, you know, from 2 to 30, from 30 to 80. And so I was heading back to Iowa, from Minnesota to Iowa, to be in a vineyard church in Iowa. And man, I could program like none other. If you needed an event, I can make that happen. And people thought that, oh, you're so amazing and gifted. But here's the thing. When I got into the vineyard, that's when I really plugged into the Holy Spirit. At that time, because what happened is I can only take it so far, which we think sometimes we can just do everything. Let me tell you something. When you plug into the Holy Spirit and you do what you've been doing, whole mind blown. I mean, quadruple what you could do before. The Holy Spirit brings power when you plug into him. And he's going to change your identity. He's going to change characteristics within you that you have never seen before. And it's like, holy cow, I didn't know that could happen. I didn't know I could do that. Thank you, Lord. So plugging into the Holy Spirit is going to just blow your mind. 2 Corinthians 3 says this, But whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. For the Lord is the Spirit, and wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. So all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like Him as we are changed into His glorious image. As we become more and more like Jesus, the Holy Spirit develops characteristics within us. Characteristics that that are going to be really good for us. In fact, Galatians 5, 22 to 23, lists those. Do you see them on the screen? Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to say them together. You ready? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And when you say yes to Jesus, and you have said yes, and the Holy Spirit is joining with you, Oh, man. Those characteristics begin to rise to the top, and you find yourself sometimes even viewing issues, looking at issues differently. A couple of them, for instance, you, you find yourself maybe loving God and loving people more than you did before, which then changes the world around you. You may find you have more joy, which is a lot deeper than happiness. Happiness is a feeling that goes up and down on a daily basis, but joy is always there. You find yourself maybe having a huge amount of peace in tough situations when you usually freak out. 
and you have that peace. Guys, don't try to be something or someone you're not. Let the Holy Spirit help you develop who makes you, you. That's what those characteristics will do. The third thing, the last thing, the last action the Holy Spirit does, the Holy Spirit brings unity through our diversity. Ephesians 4, 3 through 6 says, Make every effort to keep yourselves united in the Spirit, binding yourselves together with peace. For there is one body and one Spirit, just as you have been called to one glorious hope for the future. There is one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all, in all, and living through all. I love that passage. It describes the Holy Spirit, Jesus as Lord and God. All three. Over us, in us, and living through us. Unity is not easy, but it's so important to understand. The Holy Spirit brings unity through our diversity in our relationships, our marriages, our friendships, whether you're Catholic or Protestant, Orthodox, Pentecostal, economic background, color, race, culture, denomination. He brings unity through diversity because the Holy Spirit is the same in all of us. 1 Corinthians 12 says, The human body has many parts, but the many parts make up one whole body, so it is with the body of Christ. Some of us are Jews, some are Gentiles, some are slaves, and some are free. But we have all been baptized into one body by one spirit, and we all share the same spirit. I love that. He brings unity through diversity because he's the same in all of us. We're all different, yet the same spirit in us. Has anybody ever seen the movie Hidden Figures? Yeah? If you haven't, I would encourage you, watch it. It is fantastic. It's a true story. Uh, and Taraji Henson plays the character of Katherine Johnson, who is a math whiz at NASA. She was, a, she was doing like, I don't know, calculus, I don't know, like college math as a 12-year-old. She was brilliant. Uh, and Kevin Costner's character, Al Harrison, is the head of the NASA Space Department. And he is her boss. And they, we're going to watch a clip about an exchange that they have together. Let's watch this clip. Where the hell have you been? Everywhere I look, you're not where I need you to be. It's not my imagination. Now, where the hell do you go every day? To the bathroom, sir. To the bathroom. To the damn bathroom. For 40 minutes a day? What are you doing there? We're T-minus zero here. I put a lot of faith in you. There's no bathroom for me here. What do you mean there's no bathroom for you there here? There is no bathroom. There are no colored bathrooms in this building or any building outside the West Campus, which is half a mile away. Did you know that? I have to walk to Timbuktu just to relieve myself. And I can't use one of the handy bikes. Picture that, Mr. Harrison. My uniform, 
skirt below my knees, my heels, and a simple string of pearls. Well, I don't own pearls. Lord knows you don't pay colors enough to afford pearls. And I work like a dog day and night, living off a of coffee from a pot none of you want to touch. Excuse me, if I have to go to the restroom a few times a day. Damn well, please. Preferably closer to your desk. Here at NASA, we all pay the same color. <laughs> we are all different. However, with the Holy Spirit, Inside us, we are equally accepted and loved by God. Guys, don't resist diversity and miss out on what the Holy Spirit is bringing to you and or this church community. In other words, don't let our outside appearances keep you from receiving what the Holy Spirit is bringing. You know, this movie has three ladies. It's about three ladies, actually, that work together at NASA. And I'll tell you this. Without them, our astronauts would, would have died. Without the, the stuff that they brought, the contribution they brought, our, our astronauts would have perished. Because they brought things, they brought stuff that no one else was thinking about. And so if we let our outside appearances dictate how we worship, man, we're going to miss out on a lot. We're going to miss out on so much. We further see the unity through diversity in the gifts that he's given us already. And what I mean by already is this, that in Genesis, it says we are made in their image. In Jeremiah, he knew us before we were born. You see where I'm going with this? It's like he's already made us because even in John, he calls us his friend. So he's made us. And so he's already put these things in us. And then when we receive Jesus, the gifts are already there waiting to rise to the top. So when you receive Jesus, this shaking up in your life begins to take place, right? And when it takes place, 
the gems, the gifts come to the top, and then you begin to see why God created you. 1 Corinthians 12 says this, there are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same spirit is the source of them all. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways, but it is the same God who does the work in all of us. A spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. To one person, the Spirit gives the ability to give wise advice. To another, the same Spirit gives a message of special knowledge. The same Spirit gives great faith to another. And to someone else, the one Spirit gives the gift of healing. He gives one person the power to perform miracles and another the ability to prophesy. He gives someone uh, else the ability to discern whether a message is from the Spirit of God or from another spirit. Still another person is given the ability to speak in unknown languages, while another is given the ability to interpret what is being said. It is the one and only Spirit who distributes all these gifts. He alone decides which gift each person should have. Have you ever wondered what your purpose is? Have you ever said, what the heck am I doing here? Why am I here? Well, I don't have the specific answer for you. You kind of have to find that out for yourself. But what I do know is this. The closer you re your relationship uh, grows with God, the Holy Spirit will shake things up in you and will rise to the top, bring to the top a couple of gifts that he's already prepared for you. Now it's just a matter of putting it into practice and seeing how you work in the kingdom of God. Guys, I've only touched on a few things. The Holy Spirit does so much more, so much more. But I mean, I talked about changes. He changes your identity, changes your, your uh, character, and brings unity through our diversity. I just pray that you and I both, I pray for myself that we'll be able to experience him in ways that brings us to amazing new pathways in our lives. Um, now, as the worship team comes up, and I would invite those that are here uh, that have been trained for prayer ministry to come forward as well. Um, a, a lot of our ladies are gone who are on the prayer team. They're actually at the women's retreat. I think there's like 55 at the women's retreat, so that was fantastic. Um, hopefully, you'll be able to go next year, but yeah, if we could have a few people come up and pray, that'd be awesome. Uh, also, if I could have everybody stand, I want to pray a blessing over you. Stand if you're able. Um, I want to pray a blessing over you. So just come, Holy Spirit. Just come, Holy Spirit. God, I just pray for my friends here, our family. Lord, that you would just begin to shake us up. Encourage us, Lord, with, with just experiencing who you are. Help us to put into practice the gifts that you brought to the top of our life. Help us to understand our purpose, to figure out why we are here. Holy Spirit, come. Be with my friends as they leave here today. Just love on them and bless them. In Jesus' name, amen. You can stay standing. Um, each week, uh, we like to leave you with some tips to assist your walk with God, and we like to, to share uh, something to read, something to pray, and something to do. And uh, the first thing, I would encourage you to read Galatians 5 and 1 Corinthians 12. 
These are the passages that I talked about earlier uh, with the fruits of the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit. So read those. Another thing you can do is pray that the Holy Spirit would begin to continue to bring to the top the gifts, bring to the surface the gifts that he's put in you so that you can begin to change the world around you. And then the last thing is uh, to sign up for the Come Holy Spirit Conference. Again, I just touched on a few things, but the Holy Spirit Conference, that Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, if you can't come to all, at least come to one of those nights or come to two of them. Come to as many as you can, preferably three. But man, it's free. There's childcare. And this is a conference, like Pete said, this could change your life forever. It really could. It helped me understand way back in the day how to plug into the Holy Spirit. And when you partner with the Holy Spirit in life, holy cow, the sky's the limit. Guys, I just want to encourage you, if you, if anything from this message just kind of hit home, come up and receive some prayer today. These guys want to pray with you, um, encourage you, uh, or if there's just something that is just eating away at you and you just, I, I just need prayer for this. Come up and receive prayer for anything, healing, whatever it is. We want to pray. We want to connect with you and pray with you as well. Guys, God bless you this week. Have a fantastic week. The worship team will will dismiss you when, when we're through. Thanks.